You're listening to Yes, Maybe, No with Andrew Streeter. As soon as you said Hillary, really, my wiener packed up and ran away. And Yeti Blanc. You made Whoopi and Cinderella's castle. Carry on. Is this show the best? Yes, Maybe, No! Welcome back to another episode of Yes, Maybe, No. I'm Yeti Blanc. I am Andrew Streeter. And uh, thank you for everyone who's tuned in over the last couple of weeks. We've seen a little bump in our numbers, and we're really grateful for that. Um, uh, we 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 hope you all enjoyed your your Fourth of July weekend and the week since, and um, and all the time after, and all the time <laughs> after. And <laughs> you know what, Andrew? I need to tell us who's going to hell this week. It's time for another round of who needs to go to hell. Maybe no. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's time to find out who needs to go to hell this week. So this week, you know who needs to go to hell? Who? Business attire. Business attire, Andrew. Uh, there is. Uh, it really irks me, and it probably gets me in a little bit of trouble at work. Or, and it definitely has in the past. I just have never understood how people place importance on the uh, ba- ba- uh you know, they they feel self-important based on the clothes they're wearing. We associate someone in a suit with, ooh, that guy must be important or that, you know, we see a, a lady in a suit like, wow, you know, she's, you know, she must be important. And um wow, she's hot. <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> look, we power suit. We know you love Hillary, so um <laughs> uh. <laughs> Hillary for you and me, bring back our democracy. To see to shining sea, let's stand up for Hillary. That's a real song. What is that? Um, Why do you know? Uh, also, YouTube years ago. You want to talk about? You want to talk about audio prophylactics? <laughs> you did I it. Just did it. Audio, that's right. That's right. Because it just did that. I won't be doing it later. So, um. <laughs> yeah. As soon as you said Hillary, really, my wiener packed up and ran away. <laughs> On the road, again. he was like, "I'm done." <laughs> um, but, but I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know if you could keep that or not. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. But either way, like, like so, you know, I'm in the south. I see dudes coming into to to work, uh, to work to work meetings. They're wearing jeans because you know there's business casual. But why do you have to put on the sport coat? It's July in the south. There is like. Do, like, is your job so important that you have to feel like I must be wearing a, a sport coat to feel important? I don't know. I guarantee my therapist would probably say, you know what, Yeti, the prob- th- this is a you problem, not a them problem. This is all me, probably me projecting certain insecurities that I had growing up, maybe from the kids who picked on me a lot. I don't know. But I just think I'm, I'm inherently wired against the whole dress up thing what about you andrew look ben i'm with you look they first of all your employers hired a yeti so they should already know that it's hard enough for you to wear any clothes for real yeah they're lucky i'm not in there gigantic (laughs) tufts of fur (laughs) secondly you know i've i'm still working remote i've not gone back to the office i have not been going into the office i haven't been in the office since like the second week of March of last year. So what, what is that now? That's like 16 months, whatever it is. So like, I don't, dude, I, 
I do not fit in any of my work clothes. Yeah. Anymore. Yeah, you don't. No. <laughs> I, do, I don't. First of all, I don't. And second, like, we just started going back to church and, like, I had to buy all new church clothes, too. Like, you know, I'm not going to. So, anyway. But, yeah, and like, like I have a problem with it at church, too. Like, I mean, like, I'll wear a suit. I, it, I'm not going to be a rebel without a cause there. But, mm-hmm. like, I, I, I do buck against some of the uh the tradition that that a lot of the people will place you know like especially if if i hear someone at church saying something like the way you dress is an outward reflection of an inward commitment to jesus that always it really pisses me off because i'm like for it for a church or a religion that preaches judge not lest you be judged that feels a little bit on the judgy side of things certainly so yeah that that irks me quite a bit so but really back to you know steering away from church and just back to the workplace I do, and and like I said, this gets me in trouble because, but at the same time, it's also been part of some of the success I've had at work is that I don't care who you are. Your title or my lack of your title doesn't make me any less important than you. And so like, it gets me in trouble a little bit because people who play by those rules, you know, think I might be disrespectful from time to time. But ultimately, most of it is I've actually gotten places in the companies I've worked because I haven't been scared to go talk to them and treat them like the people that they are. Um, like, you know, like, like when I was, um, at the law firm for so many years, I'd go up and talk to the partners, to the owners, because I'm one of your employees. I have every right to talk to you as one of the other partners or one of the other co-owners of the firm. You know, if I've got something I need to say, if we have a problem we need to take care of, or I want to show off the success of my team, I've, I'm not going to like shy away and be afraid to talk to you. Um, because I don't care about your title. You're a human. I'm a human. That makes us equally important to me. Um, and uh, the only and so your suit do, or my lack of a suit doesn't make me less important. And I think we'd get along a lot better in life if we if we removed importance from certain things like that. So take off all your clothes, everybody. That's it for this week's episode or this week's uh, uh, segment on who needs to go to hell. This has been another round of Who Needs to Go to Hell? On Yes, Maybe No. Yeah, I got to tell you, man, I uh, <laughs> so I, I needed some uh, new clothes recently. And by recently, I mean like literally yesterday. And I went and I came back with 10 new t-shirts and five <laughs> pairs of basketball shorts. That's enough for like the next 10 years for you. <laughs> I know. Well, like that's all I wear to work, man. I've yeah. got, I've told you before, I've said on the show before, I have a four foot commute <laughs> from my what? bed to my workstation. So like, what's the oldest pair of basketball shorts that you still kick around in? Oh man, I've got some jazz shorts from when Andre Karolinko was still on the team. <laughs> So like 2009, so maybe like 12, yeah, 10, 11, 12 yeah, my, years. My oldest, I bought uh, just these, this little pair of like, they weren't Tar Heel Nike shorts, but they were Tar Heel colors, uh, some Nike shorts Um, back in like February or no, March, it was March. It was March of 2008. And uh, I bought them and, uh, and the same day I bought a pair of Seattle Supersonics shorts because I, I was out in Seattle, just at Fred Meyer. And uh, I still have those. Um, and I still wear, I still wear them, you know, you know, on the, they're in the regular rotation. They've held up. They haven't faded. They haven't torn, you know, they've, they've been doing all right. Well, you're going to, you got to hold on to them because the Sonics are coming back. The NBA, 
uh, is eyeing expansion. And when they do, it's most likely going to bring back the Sonics and it's probably, they're probably going to add a team in Vegas as well. So, um, you'll, uh, it would be great. I'd, ha- I'd have to re- split my East coast and West coast teams, just like I do in baseball though, with the, with the Braves and Mariners, you know, since I adopted the heat a couple of years ago, um, and, and I am going to stay with them. The heat are going to be my team ride or die, but I will split them just like I do with the Braves and Mariners. I will, if, when the Sonics come back, that's my team too. And, uh, but you, I'm sure you have one that like, you know, when this, let's say Braves and Mariners are, they, they don't even play in the same, or was, was one AL and one NL? Yeah. But they have played. I never got to see them play. The uh, my last summer out in Seattle, they uh, they played each other in Atlanta. And uh, what happens if they play each other in World Series? Dude, the Mariners haven't made the playoffs in twenty years, so I don't think I'm going to have to worry about that for a long, long time. But if they do, I I can't lose. That's interesting because I have a, I have a coworker who uh, was born in Arizona. Right, he was born in Phoenix. He uh, grew up a big Suns fan. The last time the Suns were in the NBA Finals was 1993, and that's the first year I remember paying attention to basketball. It was like in kindergarten or first grade. That was the year that it was Barkley and Danny Ainge and you know Kevin Johnson and those guys playing Jordan, and they lost, and they haven't been back since until this year. Well, this guy, he grew up in Arizona, but for the last 10 years, he's been in Milwaukee. <laughs> he's one of our guys who works remote he's been really loving the bucks and Giannis and seeing them come up but then it's almost like his like high school crush like is coming back around because the the dude the Suns haven't even been in the playoffs for 10 yeah. years and all of a sudden they're in the finals so now he's got he's in like a real dilemma he's he doesn't feel like it's like a oh gosh you know like a I can't lose situation he's like having like a some sort of meltdown over it <laughs> so, <laughs> Yeah, see, luckily, I, I mean, I've got dual fandom in in you know in, in a couple of areas, uh, um, and that I've had my whole life. Just being my dad's side of the family being big time Florida State fans, and my mom's side being big time Carolina fans, I've always had that. But there's always been, as far as their main sport, their their most popular sport, there's always been a good degree of separation in talent through most of my life. So it's always been when they when they're playing each other in basketball, I want Carolina win, to uh, to win, and when they're playing each other in football, I want Florida State to win. Over the last, you know, eight eight years or so, though those have balanced out a little bit. But I've just determined it's like I still in those respective, you know, uh, legacy sports. Um, uh, I I want you know Carolina to win in basketball and Florida State to win in football. But it really doesn't sting if one beats the other. The only the only way it would is if. Um, one team was crap and the other team was really good. So like Florida State's, you know, undefeated in football and, you know, has high hopes of winning the national championship and then Carolina is crap and they knock them out. That would that would bum me out a little bit. And same with basketball. If if uh Carolina's having a great year and Florida State gets in as like a sixteen seed or something, you know, and, and were to bump them from the tournament, you know, that would bum me out a little bit. But we don't all- have to stay on this much longer, but I just wrote, you know, going back to what you were saying with the Mariners and the Braves, so to illustrate, I, I mentioned the Suns Bucks to illustrate my point with my friend having his uh, existential crisis. Let's say next year it's Braves and somehow Mariners sign somebody, I don't know, and they just go on a tear and they're in the world. It's next World Series. It's Braves Mariners. Yeah. What, what, what do you do? I would do everything I could to try to get to one of the games. Um, <laughs> it would be great. I would love it so much. Um, I would take my shirt off at the game for sure. Um, 
and uh, the guy that has like the half jersey like there's like <laughs> i've played this out in my mind I've, one half I've wondered that of myself would i do that but i don't think i would <laughs> um i would just go and i would just take it in and that's where like you know that, that just watch baseball for baseball's sake um i'd have to and i'd be really happy with either outcome but especially the you know like it would be really cool to see seattle bring one home you know um yeah but i'd be happy with atlanta winning again as well um and so, yeah, so that, that, that's, that's kind of where I stand on that. Um, so moving on to today's topic, um, Sorry. it's, va- it's vacation. <laughs> no, 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 it's okay. This is where, you know, look, it was a lot, it's a lot more children fan- friendly than last week's lazy river. So um, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. Um, so it's vacation season. I just finished a vacation. Um, Andrew, you're about to take one. And so we thought this would be cool for a little topic. So you know, th- there are obvious things that are good about vac- vacation, but what are some of your favorite things about vacation, Andrew? Um, well, I like if you're in a, uh, well, not everybody can do this, but for me personally, I like getting uh, paid to not work. Yeah. It's, uh, that's like my favorite part of vacation. <laughs> oh, oh, dude. That seems, that I, seems so cynical, right? Like it's, like <laughs> you know, what one of my dreams is, is to like get a 10 year severance. <laughs> fire me yeah dude. we're gonna fire you and we're gonna give you 10 years of severance <laughs> it's called the lottery Yeti. <laughs> and i don't play i don't play the tickets i, don't I know <laughs> i know but no like honestly like the cynical old man in me like i you know i'm kind of a indoorsy person this was probably a shock to you um <laughs> And so like, but my kids, you're giving some assholes some real fuel right there too. Right. Well, my kids and my wife, they love to go swimming and they love the water and they love the beach. And so of course we're two and a half hours from one granted it's a Gulf coast beach. And, uh, I don't know if you've read anything about Texas poop beaches, but you can Google that when we're done. (laughs) Texas poop. New band name. I call it. (laughs) Yes. That is a great band name. Texas poop beach. Uh, that's a thing. Human feces washing up onto the Gulf. I can't wait. We're going to go down tomorrow and uh, we'll see what happens. But my mom and my sister are in town and they want to see the kiddos and we're going to drive down. And that's nice being, you know, close to water to be able to do that. Did it all the time when I was a kid, but I live when I live four hours from the beach, right? Yeah. In North Carolina. Um, I'm not anti-beach. I like the beach better at night. I, uh, I'm, I'm a really white person, Yeti. Um, <laughs> it's really hard to deal with the sun. The sun hates me. And I hate it just as much, but it's a fragile truce because I need it to live. Yeah. And to me. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, actually, yeah, uh, when we, uh, when we met up with Greg Cody, uh, when we were on our vacation, he, um, he referred him and my wife were talking she said something about me being very white. And he says, he is a very white man. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, yeah. I, with the beach, I prefer the beach. My fa- favorite time is to go on a Sunday evening when the parking isn't free anymore um, at Wrightsville, but like to go on a Sunday evening um, as, uh, you know, but, but the crowds, there's no traffic because the crowd's gone. They're they're doing other things. They're not going to be right at the beach. So go on a Sunday evening where I don't have to deal with the sun, but you get the golden hour. So all your pictures look great. And, uh, you know, everything's still warm and nice. That's my favorite time to go. Uh, I always, but, but I always dread going and same with the pool. I, I, once I'm there, I'm fine. I I love it, but I really dread going to the pool. Like just the preparation of loading all the stuff. And it's like, oh, it's just such a hassle to get there. And then you load all the stuff and you load all the kids and you put the sunscreen on the kids and you put the floaties on the kids and you put the, uh, yeah. 
Yeah, so that, that stresses me out. But um, so what, <laughs> where, where are your favorite places to go on vacation? Is it beach? Is it mountains? Is it just to see family? What, what kind of what do you love I, there? I, it's a good question. It depends on location. Like there's certain locations that I get really excited for. Like I love like when I lived in Utah, I loved the mountains and I loved going on uh, driving what's called the Alpine Loop, which is this like amazing forest mountain national park area where you just look at gorgeous aspens and streams and it doesn't matter what weather it is it's amazing so i love doing that and there's great hiking trails i like i actually don't mind hiking for somebody who hates being outside um i (laughs) i do like nature i like to look at nature i like to appreciate the beauty of the earth I, I don't like, you know, bugs and sun and sweat, you know? I mean, I'm a, I'm a person, man. Come on. I just wasn't made for I'm, any, t- I'm any, more- time, any time but the current one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I am a God bless the great indoors. Yeah, yeah. But, like, honestly, though, like, I, I if we're going on a trip, like, we're going on, like, a big trip. My uh, wife's little brother is getting married and his fiance is from Los Angeles. So we're going to L.A. for a week and we're going the first week of December, which is a great time to be in Southern California temperature wise. So, um, we're really excited to go down there. We're going to go and we've already done the Disney thing. Um, obviously, and I love Disney, but I think we're going to go to Legoland in San Diego instead. That'll be good. Um, yeah. We, and, the- and your kids are the perfect age for it. We did, we did Legoland in San Diego in 2017. So my daughter would have been six and my mm-hmm. son would have been uh, three, or he would have just turned, just turned four. He he had just turned four. My daughter was almost seven, and uh, the 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 weather was incredible. It was perfect, um, and in Legoland is fun. Like like the the rides are perfect for their age, for their size, because they don't have any super wild rides or anything. Um, it's it's pretty low key, but it's still fun. And the rooms, if you go to the actual Legoland hotel, the rooms are are a whole lot of fun. And we just did the the Legoland in Florida um, last week, and you know maybe this is just this is our first time at that hotel at that Legoland hotel. But it um uh, it, it was um not in comparison to the one in San Diego. It had all the stuff, kind of. But it was all much more run down, which is interesting because the one in Florida is only ten years old. Um, That's interesting. But uh, but yeah, still that like like the fact that everything in the rooms are Lego. If you if you're at the Legoland hotel, um, but like even the park, like if your kids are into Legos, they're they're gonna absolutely love it because everything it, it's a really cool visual experience to see all the cool stuff they make out of the Lego shapes and the way they like that's something I really like about Legos. Though it's a very restricted shape. But they've, you know, taken those restrictions and the rule, those rules and found ways to overcome those restrictions and make something really cool in their toys and in the park, etc. Yeah. So I enjoy going to the beach on vacation, but like the next, I, I really, I really want to be able to find a way to go, like be able to afford a house like at the beach. Cause then that takes all the stuff like about the hassle and stuff that I hate about going to the beach. It takes that away, which means I'm going to be happier for longer periods of time. I won't have the, the few moments of frustration of having to get the kids in the car ready to go all the way to the beach and trudge through the sand. Something my mom's been doing the last few years, she found a place she really likes in uh, North Myrtle. Um, and the, and it's, wait, you said in North Myrtle? Yeah, it's called um, Ocean Lakes. It's time for another round of Who Needs to Go to Hell? On Yes, Maybe No.
sorry. It was a South Carolina reference. My apologies. Yeah, my North mom, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Go to hell. <clears throat> anyway, my mom loves this. Pl- oh. <laughs> this has been another round of Who Needs to Go to Hell? Or yes, maybe no. Carry the hell on. All right, Kendrick. No, so... Okay. Your mom has a place. <laughs> well, she doesn't have a place. Well, she, it's, I mean, she, she, she found a place she, she likes and she rents it every year. rental places. And yeah, and she rents it because you're like right on the water and she doesn't have to worry about... You know, it's like a, all the amenities of like a house. And she just like, you know, goes to the local little market or whatever and gets all of the things. And then we all just don't have the stress of like having to check into a hotel, load in, load out. You know, every th- or, you know, pitch a tent or whatever, you know, one of the nice things about being at the beach is you can just walk right off of it and not have to get back into like the car, you know, and track all the sand and crap into the car yeah. and st- still be soaking wet. You just ride your golf cart back to your little house. You wash off. You're good. And I love I love that. That's actually that's really great. And like you were saying, like she really wants to buy a beach house. That's probably something that she's going to end up doing because the last several summers is that's been like her thing is like, I'm going to the beach. And if you all want to come, come with me. And like everybody wants to go. Yeah. Yeah. And I I tell you like that, that's, I need, I need to be able to do that for myself. I've, I've had friends that have gotten a house down at the beach and we'll go spend an evening with them. And and it's like, this is so much nicer than any other beach trip I've ever taken. And it's just like, that's the next time we make a big beach trip. I think that's what we need to save up for. What's your favorite state to vacation to so far that that you've been to? Um, My favorite was probably, I'm trying to think of like vacations that I loved. Cause like, I mean, we went on a really cool Disney world vacation in Orlando when I was like 13. So I'm the youngest, right? We went there and like, we were all like old enough to like, for it to be like really fun. And there wasn't any like little kid restrictions, you know? And like, we all remember, we all remember it. I think that was a really cool, that's a really cool memory. Even though we went, we actually went like at the beginning of March. So it wasn't that hot. It wasn't that terrible down in Orlando at the time. Um, and then of course, after I got married, we went on our honeymoon. We were there for seven days and six nights. Where at? Or- Disney Disney World. Oh, we you okay? The, oh, you honeymoon the music. World. Okay, the music all stars resort, and that was a gift to us. That was not what we planned. We were originally going to go to like Alaska and be like up in like a cabin and just like you know, baby for like three <laughs> days and then come back. But like, my mom was like, "No, you guys are too cute. I'm going to send you on a cute <laughs> honeymoon, and you're going to be real cute and take cute pictures. Cute, cute, cute." <laughs> And you know what? Um, you know, it was it was actually fantastic. We got because you're wearing the newlywed badges and everyone's like treats you like you're freaking like the queen and king of the universe everywhere you go. And uh like we got on like we went we came off of the rock and roller coaster, which RIP, I'm pretty sure that's gone now. Right. It was and um but we came off of there because we had a fast pass for it and we got on pretty, you know, pretty quick. And we when we were leaving the queue, we saw a uh, cast member that we'd seen the uh, the day before in Epcot. She was working in Epcot, but we were seeing her there in Hollywood Studios. And I was like, whoa. She's like, hey, you guys again. We're like, hey. And she's like, how was the ride? We're like, it was awesome. And then she like leans in a little bit, like, you know, kind of like, eh, yeah, you want to go again? And I, and I was like, yeah. She's like, follow me. And we went through this tunnel, Yeti. 
we went through like a she opened up a trap door and we went through a tunnel under the ground and she put us at the very front of the very next ride she just put us on it and we were that's incredible (laughs) and it was only that'll never happen again because i've only got married one time you know (laughs) no that's incredible yeah disney does that well like uh, the when when we were the last time we were at disneyland like like some of the the cast members just kind of were walking around after dark and they're like hey you want to get on this ride we'll get we'll let you cut in line and it's like you, let's do this you know like it was, it was just so cool they they it, it's the equivalent of like when you have a waiter or waitress um at a restaurant who like goes straight and like brings your kids food food out first like that kind of thing it's just a nice little yeah. touch like that you know the, and disney's really good about that that was a super, super cool thing and a really cool memory. And like, we loved it. We loved being there. But like, as far as like my favorite place, like, see, this is what probably like makes me weird. I like a road trip and I love to drive so much so that like, I don't, I like when other people like ask to drive, I'm like, I'm good. Even though like <laughs> my, I, I like my own expense. It's not that I'm like anal about other people driving. I just like, I don't know. I really like doing it. So yeah, <laughs> I am. I'll go forever as I've gotten older. Like I, I only go a few hours now and then we switch up. Um, oh, grandpa. Yeah. Let me tell you, oh, man, I, well, when, you know, when we my dad up- was my age, you know, he went through a, about a two year stint of like falling asleep at the wheel. And he, I think he got like in five or six accidents oh, um, falling asleep at the wheel in a two or three year period. So I'm trying to be aware of that and making sure now, you know, I don't have the sleep apnea he did, but, um, that's and, terrifying. Know. But yeah, 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 yeah. So like, you know, th- like this is why for 20 years, every time the phone rang, I thought my, if someone was going to tell me that my dad had just died, you know, um, yeah. it's for things like that, which my therapist just told me I got to stop that. But uh, <laughs> no, see, like one of my favorite things to do when I was in school in Utah, it's like a four and a half hour drive to Vegas. Yeah. And like, so when it was really cold up in Utah, it doesn't and like in January and February, it feels amazing in Las Vegas. Yeah, it feels so good because you're coming down several thousand feet <laughs> in just a couple hours. So what we would love to do, and this is before we had kids, we would, um, we just get it. I'm like, hey, you want to go to Vegas? And she's like, okay. <laughs> and we yeah, would go just drive, and we'd drive down. We'd walk around the strip. We'd get, you know, go to one of the the buffets, and uh, we would hang down there. And I, one of the cool parts of driving in the West is just like seeing stuff. You know, it was just looking out the window. And I know a lot of people are like, that's a horribly boring drive. It's not. There's mm-hmm. so many cool things that to see. And I like you so know, many rocks, love, so much tumbleweed. Part, yes. Such <laughs> sagebrush. You know, there's actually like the scariest canyon you'll ever drive in in your life is on that drive. And it's, uh, I believe the, the Virgin River is what it's called or the Little Virgin River. And uh, something to that effect. It's really curvy. And it's like the only like treacherous and like it may perhaps to most people interesting part of that entire drive. Uh, <laughs> but it's right. It's right after St. George and you cross over into Arizona for like a little bit. And then it's this crazy, amazing, gorgeous Canyon. And then it's this all flat desert all the way to Vegas for the next hour. But I, I, I always woke up when I drove through there. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I loved, I just, I guess part of like the, the most fun for me, maybe this makes me a weird, maybe it makes me like an old man. I like the feeling of going to a place. I like, okay, we're on the trip. Now the trip has begun. Some people that, you know, the trip or the vacation doesn't, you know, it's all, I also like flying too. People like get into like the weeds about how much they hate flying and all the inconveniences. I love it. I love going into like security and I get all my stuff going to the (laughs) gate, you know, 
I'm hanging out. I'm like, I'm, I'm about to get on a plane. And then I get on a plane. You like the men touching your no-no spot? Oh, <laughs> don't worry. I wear prophylactics. <laughs> no. So um, <clears throat> I ain't got no TSA pregnant. Um, <laughs> oh, geez. I've said so many incriminating things. No, but like, I just, I love the feeling of going somewhere that's part of the trip that's part of the fun part for me and then uh, most people are like oh when i get there my vacation starts nope i'm in the car i've got my playlist curated carefully on my spotify i've got my snacks you gotta have good snacks i always i pack a mean cooler my mind for these uh, for my man what did i say murmur i had my marn your mind oh wow (laughs) I just had a total Stugatz moment there, but no, like I I love packing a cooler, packing road trip food. Yeah, dude, I am all about it. That's what I love about vacations. And then I get there and I'm like, Oh gosh, I'm just thinking the whole time about, you know, getting back on the road and coming right back. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The, um, uh, yeah. I I have to really talk myself out of ruining vacations because I'll, uh, I'll be like one day in, I'm like, only six more days. Daggone it. It's already over. Like (laughs) like, I have to really get, get out of my own head sometimes. Uh, my, my favorite, I've had two vacations that I would consider like my favorite. I've really enjoyed going to California much more than I ever would have thought. Um, I've been three times I went, um, uh, when I, when I was living in Seattle, I went twice. I went down to meet my wife's family uh, while we were dating. This is just a couple weeks before we got engaged. But then the second time we went down, we, my, we actually, we were in Seattle, but we got married in La Jolla in San Diego area. And so we went down for my wedding and that, and that was a lot of fun. And we went, when did our honeymoon down to Cabo or just a cruise where we were in Cabo for like, you know, four, five hours. But uh, a cruise the whole time. But it was still it was still a lot of fun. Um, and then we went back to California, and this was like the best the best trip uh, in 2017. We went for like two weeks. We uh, we flew out and because this is when my uh, my in laws were still living out there. But my in laws own a cabin in Big Bear. Um, they lived in Glendale at the time. They own a cabin in Big Bear because my my mother in law is from L.A. and her parents bought a cabin in Big Bear when it didn't cost anything to buy a cabin. Um, so they've had it in the family. She's the only child, so she got it when they passed away, and and they've renovated it. It's a nice little cabin there, tiny little space, but it was real cozy, and that was just so much fun. We we spent a few days at Legoland. We did a few days up at the cabin. We you know spent some time uh you know just throughout L.A. We did a few days at Disney because you know the in laws paid for all this stuff, and so we were like, let's do it, you know. And it was just it was such a good time. That's that's where I fell in love with the magic of Disney, though. Um, it was it, they had started their Christmas celebrations. It was you know right around Thanksgiving, so we got to do Nightmare Before Christmas, which they turned the haunted mansion in the night, into the Nightmare Before Christmas, and um, the fireworks. I uh, when the fireworks went off, everything's going. It's a good time. Okay, fireworks. Blah 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 blah. But then the finale hits, and boom, the last thing hits, and instant, instantly snow, and wow, I lost it. Like you hear boom, 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 bang, 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 boom, snow, cue the music, blue lights are on. My daughter is just in this, you could just, the look on her face was the most euphoric look I've ever seen on a kid's face. And I was done for, I was like, no one will be, I'll kill the next person who says they don't believe in magic. (laughs) Speaking to that, speaking to that on the opposite side of the world. And by the world, I mean over in Disney World, the opposite side of the country. Um, when I went on my honeymoon, uh, I had a similar moment with the fireworks. Well, the second night we were there, 
you know, cause I'm coming into this, like, you know, this will be fun, but like, I'm too cool for Disney. Right. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Right. Second night we're there. We get what's called dinner in Cinderella's castle. I guess you can call it dinner because we ate dinner anyway. <laughs> no, second night on my honeymoon, we pay, we had an experience. My mom, when she booked this thing, she got us like a bunch of like, you know, in park experiences. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is going to be, we went to something called like the hoop de do review. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like a big corny hoedown show, but like the food was so good. It was like the best barbecue I've ever had in my entire life. So I was like, okay, this is awesome. That was the first night. Second night we had dinner at Cinderella's castle and all the princesses are short. We're in Cinderella's castle, the main centerpiece icon of the park. Right. And, um, we're in there and we're at like, up we go up an elevator we take pictures with cinderella it's really cute and we're talking to princesses while we're eating the food is really good and then all of a sudden the fireworks start going off and we're right out the window like we're right at the window facing like main street usa where it comes up like up to the castle and like all the fireworks are happening like right above us and all around us and it's like okay this is like the coolest thing in the world that is cool that is very <laughs> this is cool. so awesome it melted my grinch heart the uh my 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 other favorite vacation was uh we uh, my wife uh, one of my coworkers when we were living in Wilkesboro North Carolina one of my coworkers um she was from Waynesville so just outside of Asheville and uh, she was getting married and um she hired my wife to make the cakes and um so we drove out to Waynesville and and we were at the reception you know brought the cakes there and then we just got to you know she she got the cakes there and then we just got to enjoy the the reception and um. It was on the. It was on this golf course um, out in the mountains. You know, so Waynesville's for those who don't know. Or they're in the great. They're in the the North Carolina Smoky Mountains, and um, it it dumped rain right before the reception, and then the rain stopped, and so all the the the, the Smokies started really showing their stuff all through the golf course. It's just that low lying fog through everywhere, and it was gorgeous. It was beautiful. The weather was perfect, and. Um, my my daughter had just seen uh, Tangled, and there's a scene where Rapunzel's dancing in the rain there. So the whole time she's just out like dancing in the rain and just like having the most glorious time of her life. And then we went back to this little bed and breakfast at this place called the Grandview Lodge. It's in Waynesville, North Carolina. It's awesome. I highly recommend it. If you ever go to that area, check out the Grandview Lodge. But anyway, it was owned by this cool dude who used to do photography all over the world. And his wife used to do ballet all over the world. But then they bought this this bed and breakfast and decided to run that. And uh, he had all these cool records. That, that we the, the first thing we put on was the the Talking Heads uh, Stop Making Sense concert album. Um, and we just played that. And we talked with him for like three or four hours about music and, and, and photography and art and stuff. Like it was just really cool. And then we, we just spent the next day in Asheville, you know, on the way home. And it was just like... It, it just felt like magic. It was just, everybody was so happy. The trip could not, could not have gone any better. And it was just great. And so like, I, I just loved it. But what, what I love about California and I found this with Florida too. So I'm starting to think maybe it's with vacations. Is that like, I don't think I take good pictures, but like our family pictures when we're on vacation always look really good. Like we get a picture of us and like, I don't know if it's just that we're all more relaxed and we aren't having to care about work, but I just, I love the pictures that we get. It makes me really happy. So um, do you have any notable bad vacations? I, I don't I can't think of any, if I have them, I've just blocked them out, I guess. Well, as a kid, we went on a lot of cross country road trips. 
Um, you wouldn't necessarily call them vacations. I mean, some people call uh, use vacation as a catch all for like every road trip you go on. Mm -hmm. Sometimes going, you know, on trips to see family felt like more of like a business trip to see uh, than than you would call a vacation because <laughs> we wouldn't necessarily plan like fun things to do. It's just like, well, we're gonna see your cousins. I'm like, okay, well, I mean, they're cool. <laughs> But like <clears throat> we've traversed the cut. So I had a lot of family in Utah and when we lived in North Carolina, you know, we, we'd made that trek, you know, a few different times, just not just moving, but like to go out there and stuff and we'd stop in Illinois and then we'd keep going. And, um, there's certain instances I wouldn't call the entire trips bad. Um, uh, but there's certain, you know, when you're driving, there's five kids and a single mom and everybody's just kind of annoying. Yeah. It could get hectic. You know, oh well. I mean, I, we've got instances of like you know my brother peeing in a you know a, ga a Gatorade bottle, um, throwing it out the window and it splattering all over people behind us and being scared of right, for our as lives. you should be. Um, <laughs> yeah, we um uh we were coming back from Florida. Uh, we went down to see some family back in 2018, and we were driving back and and uh we look back at my son and like he's under his sleeping bag, but then I see his shoulders like, dude, did you take your shirt off? And then, uh, and then like the sleeping bag falls down. I see his thigh and I'm like, you're buck naked, man. Well, why are you naked? <laughs> he took all his clothes off because he pissed his pants and, so, but he didn't tell anybody. Oh, no. So he just like, he, he whizzed in his car seat, um, or his booster seat. Cause he was in a booster seat at this time. And just got nervous, so he put on put the sleeping bag over himself and took his clothes off and was just sitting there so he didn't have to sit in pee clothes. But all the while, the van's starting to reek of piss now. And uh, and so we had to pull over outside of Jacksonville um, and and try to get him cleaned up. And, you know, the whole rest of the van ride home, you know, it, it reeked of urine. It was lovely. It didn't ruin the whole trip, but that was, a, that was a, you know, little things like that. Or whenever the kids get sick, you know, when, you know, like, like my daughter puked twice on the way home from this last trip, she just, something wasn't treating her right. And she just got a little car sick and we had to pull over, but she was a champ. I'm so proud of her. She, uh, she got it out, out of the van every time she barely, we barely got her out the door, but she made sure she made it out of the van every time, didn't make a mess anywhere. And, and she was a champ about it. So I was very proud of how well she handled her sickness. But few, there's few things worse than being sick during vacation. So like I, uh, every, almost every year for the last several years, since we had started having kids and living far away from my in-laws they you know they're it's the only grandkids they have and so they're like get really itchy and want to see them like basically every time and so for a while since we'd been living in san antonio what we would do is they would drive from philadelphia and meet us like somewhere different so like, the first some the first christmas we we went to we did got an airbnb in memphis and we met them in memphis and did cool things around memphis and then the next one we went to nashville but the whole time we were in nashville i was like I had like the worst cold of like my entire life like as soon as I pulled into the as soon as we pulled into the parking lot of the uh no like the as soon as I pulled in the driveway of the Airbnb uh, my nose started running and then like I was like just the it was the worst for like three days I was sick and then as soon as like we left I felt better <laughs> so uh, maybe I'm just allergic to Nashville, but it kind of ruined everything for everybody. But then the <laughs> speaking of this, you know, I know I've been speaking really highly of my honeymoon, but uh, coming back was an absolute nightmare. So we were in Orlando. Yeah, we we're in Orlando. We're supposed to fly 
uh, from Orlando to Phoenix, Phoenix to Salt Lake City. Well, we get to the airport and all of a sudden my sweet newlywed wife uh, has really bad like whiplash because we went on uh, the, we went on uh, Expedition Everest in Animal Kingdom like oh, seven no. times in a row because there was no lot. <laughs> There was no line. And that thing is insane. That's an insane roller coaster to do because you're going front forward for a long time and then you're going backward and a lot of different G forces and angles and things, but it really messed up her neck and she didn't start feeling it until we got like, you know, we woke up that morning and so I'm having to get her like a neck pillow and she's really uncomfortable, like really, really uncomfortable. And then, uh, our flight gets delayed because of lightning and then it just, the next flight after two hours gets completely oh, canceled. And so they put it, so they put us up in a hotel at the airport and then we have to wake up and then we fly. The The only flight they could get us on was from Orlando to Charlotte. And then we had a six hour layover in Charlotte and then Charlotte to Phoenix, Phoenix to Utah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and then when I got to Salt Lake, my boss called me and said, we're reducing your hours from 40 a week to 20 a week. Oh, happy man. wedding. That's so like, I was like already my marriage is off to this really stressful, terrible start. <laughs> the magic immediately ended as soon as we left Disney campus. That's so bad. That's a uh, gosh. Um, so uh, last topic I want to hit real quick. Uh, I believe the staycation to be wildly underrated. If I'm planning on it, I love a good staycation. Do you have y'all done many of those? Um, dude, we staycation like every day. <laughs> when I get off, when I get off work, it's like let's order a pizza and watch Shrek or something. I don't know. Like the, I've had, I've had a few of them where it's just like we aren't doing anything. We're not leaving the house. We're just gonna just be as lazy as crap. And those are nice. Um, but like, I mean, that's called that's called lockdown, Greg. Like, <laughs> what are you, it was all just a staycation. <laughs> yeah. The um, uh, but I I really I really enjoy like when I have have a few days off. It's usually like best when it's just not enough time off to really go anywhere and enjoy it without being a hassle. So, um, but but what we try to do is is do all the touristy things around where we're at that we never do any other time. Oh, I see. The times that we do that are when we have people like visiting from out of town. Like the only time we ever go to like the river walk or like, you know, other touristy places around like missions and things like that. Like it's when people come and visit us and they're like, Oh, I want to go see those places. Yeah. Alamo, you know, yeah. like <laughs> that's that, the only time we ever do those. Things. Like that was out in Seattle. That was like the prime time to go to the Seattle center. You know, just like when, when you've got somebody from out of town, what, you know, you need to entertain them. You've got a few days off of work, but you're not going to go anywhere. Um, yeah. Take them to the Seattle center. I'll, you know, hang out under the space needle, you know, um, or go up in the space needle if you want, if you have the money and, and, you know, go enjoy that. Um, you know, and, and well, there, there's a billion things like there's so much to do in that area. That's I miss I miss that aspect of being out there. But like another thing we like to do when we are doing our little staycation thing is you know, my wife and I both really love to eat and try different foods from all over the place. So maybe there's some restaurants that are not right by the house, but a little bit further away, but not too far away that we haven't had a chance to get to. So we might take some of this extra time off of work and and go and try try new restaurants, new foods and stuff like that. So we 
that's something we really enjoy as well that can make a staycation great. Right. I believe that my wife and I, we, we do a, I believe we do a staycation really well. Like, I think we do a good balance of taking a lazy day or two at home and also getting out and seeing something that we normally wouldn't see that's in our general area that's less than an hour. If I'm driving more than more than an hour, I may as well take a full-on vacation. But, uh, <laughs> but if it's within an hour, I think it still falls within, like, you know, staycation realm. But, uh, but yeah, no, I, I enjoy a good staycation. It's, uh, that's what we usually Thanksgiving. If we're not, if I'm not taking time off extra outside of our normal days for Thanksgiving, that's when I, um, uh, that's when I, um, really, you know, I, we, we will do a lot of our staycation activities then. So yeah, that, that's what I recommend. If you're looking for a good staycation, just find the things in your area that you just normally don't have the time to go and see and go and do and go do those things or just relax and be lazy. You, and You know, it's funny and this is all just a product of probably my life in capitalism, but I, um, I got eight weeks of paternity leave for this last baby that we had. And I was all like, so stoked on it. And I was like, Oh man, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I didn't do any of that. I didn't do any of the things that I said I was going to do. What I did was annoyed the crap out of my wife and ruined her routine with the kids for like four days. And then she was like, you got to get out of here. I can't deal with you during the day. I mean, she didn't like say it that way. Cause she's really sweet, but she's like, maybe like do something else. Like, <laughs> Oh, okay. So I, uh, that's when I really started getting back into doing, uh, like ride sharing, right? Cause I would get out during the day and, you know, just feel like I'm actually, you know, I'm double dipping. I'm getting paid my regular wage, but now I'm getting paid to stay busy. Yeah, to, man. Get, get, uh, give me- it was tricky, man. I don't do good. Don't do well with oodles and oodles and oodles of time off. Like oh, I, it's my dream. I man. don't, I get, I get stir crazy. I like, I love a good lazy Sunday. I love a good, you know, like, you know, long weekend, but usually like on like that Monday, like afternoon of the long weekend, I'm like, okay, I'm ready to, I'm ready for the work week to start again. I, you know, I'm a, I'm a weirdo. Give me, give me two months straight where I can just sleep, please. Like, let me just sleep for two months. And oh, then, I slept a ton. I slept so much during that time. <laughs> a lot of people talk about how they'll they'll probably you know get bored in retirement and have to find something else to do. I don't think I will. Like my, I would love nothing more than to just the only things I have to worry about outside of like taking care of the house and my kids and stuff is spending my days either e- securing the perimeter. Yeah, securing the perimeter, man. Like sitting in my garage <laughs> doing some woodworking. <laughs> Or being up in the studio trying to make music or or some other thing, you know, like like give me that, like like I said, just give give me ten years of severance, please, please. Producing the the Greg Cody show when he's ninety. Yeah, 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 man. Like let me let me just do that. <laughs> let me have all my needs taken care of so that like when Greg's ninety, I can still be producing his show. And <laughs> um, back in my day. But <laughs> Breathing is something I used to be able to do without a machine. <laughs> well, I think that's about all we have for this week. Um, hope you enjoy your vacations. That you, If you've taken them already, that you enjoy those. And if, and if you've got any coming up, hope you're able to make the most of them in these last few weeks of summer um, or before all the idiots get us locked down again. And if you're one of those idiots, please go get vaccinated. Please, 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 please. But anyway, um, as always, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at YesMaybeNoPod. You can find me on Twitter at YetiBlanc underscore. You can find me at Andrew Streeter underscore as well. And uh, once again, thank you for the support you've given us. Uh, Everybody always says to subscribe, rate, review, whatever. Like those things are cool, but really like 
Like, tell your friends. If you like the show, tell your friends or family, hey, maybe you've, maybe you've got someone they, that you think would like the show too. Tell them about it. Let's help spread the word because downloads and streams help us help me even more than um, and my sanity even more than um, uh, than a re- review or subscription. I mean, subscription helps with downloads, but still, like, like a review. Like, we love those. Keep those coming. It's another way for us to interact. But, like, tell people about us. Help us grow the show. Or don't do any of that. Andrew, no. I work really hard. I want people Look, man, <laughs> let these people live their truths, okay? No, you please. know if you don't feel like you don't please. feel like it. I'm not going to tell you what to do. I know we talked about freedom last week, but the one thing you shouldn't be free to do is to tune out of this podcast. Stay. It, it'd be cool if you did. You know, yeah. If you want to go rate, subscribe, yeah, did review, yeah, <laughs> or don't, or don't. How about that, uh, Andrew? It's reverse psychology. You're doing a thing. If they, you're doing. A if thing. they've listened. If they've listened this far, clearly they like what we do. Well, tell your friends to like what th- we do too. Tell them you won't be their friend um, anymore if they don't listen or even just or, download or, our show. Or don't. Or don't. Whatever. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, stay tuned for for our next episode. We don't know what we'll be talking about, but we'll try to make it fun. Anyway, we uh, never know what we're talking about. <laughs> and until next time, our, our vacation's, vacation's the, the best. best. Yes, yes, maybe, maybe no. no. Our vacation is the best. Yes, maybe, maybe no. no. The ones that are are great. <laughs> they are if they don't suck. Listen to Yes, Maybe No. Subscribe, download, rate, review, wherever fine podcasts are sold. Or uh, download. Hugo, were you conceived at Cinderella's castle? He definitely was not. All right, man. I'm going to go. Thank you very much. Have a good trip. See you next fall. <laughs> Bye. This one's the outdoor type from the Lemonheads. Always had a roof above me, always paid the rent And I never set foot inside a tent Couldn't build a fire to save my life I lied about being the outdoor type And I never slept out underneath the stars Closest that I came to that was one time my car Broke down for an hour in the suburbs at night I lied about being the outdoor time Too scared to let you know what you were looking for I lied until I fit the bill God bless the great indoors I lied about being the outdoor time I've never rode a sleeping bag let alone a mountain bike I can't go away with you on a rock climbing weekend What if something's on TV and it's never shown again Just as well I'm not invited, I'm afraid of heights I lied about being the outdoor type 
never learn to swim, can't grow a beard or even fight. I lied about being the outdoor type.